peace. You guys, let's get this going. Aloha, Grand Horizons. Team, y'all, listen, I really love you guys, and I really need y'all to get this healing this morning, okay? Because it is 3, well, yeah, it's 3 a.m. Um, here. I made it last night safely um, to Hawaii, and I'm very grateful, very grateful, very grateful. Um, so I learned that aloha means... Um, Present presence and ha means breath, right? And so it's supposed to mean 
the phrase alo meaning presence, yes, and ha meaning breath. Together the word aloha translates to the presence of breath or breath of life. And so you can smell it in the air when you get off the plane, you guys. It just smells like, it smells like a breath of fresh air. Not even joking. So, um, you know, this week's episode is going to cover um, having healthy detachments from family. Um, while they go on their journeys, um, learning to create a distance. When you see that you are not able to give um, the way that you feel like you want to or that they need you to, um, but still being able to love on them and, you know, make sure that they're at least that you're sending, you know, you're sending your best energies and stuff. But a lot of us get caught up trying to save our family members, right? And that's not a lot of our jobs. A lot of our family members have their own journeys that they're going through. And when we enable them by always being there to save them, then we prevent them from having lessons learned that they need to, right? So um, my friend, she called me and she was wanting some advice because she looked and her little brother randomly popped up on her. Friend is me, okay, and, and I am friend in reality. I'm the oldest of uh, five, and you know I made a transition um, relocation at the beginning of the year. Um, started out as love, but there's a lot more going on right now with the whole rebirthing and stuff. And um, so, but my brothers are always used to me being there, right? So with me being gone and located into a new city, um. They, they've been missing me, especially this middle brother. He's really been missing me because we're definitely on the journey together. And we have a different type of soul tie. I definitely think he's my twin flame. And so um, I'm headed to my photo shoot on, um, what was it? I'm headed to my photo shoot on Saturday, I think. And um, yeah, my brother called me. He's like, where are you at? And I'm like, headed to a photo shoot. And he's like, okay, well... You know, I'm here. I'm in Atlanta. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You in Atlanta? You know, what are you doing in Atlanta? I moved here. I just said, fuck it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, you know, what's your plan? Because minus you guys, you know, my car is total right now, you know, and then I have a roommate. And, you know, so like my resources are limited right now. And so, um, and they're used to me, like, if I got an apartment, they got an apartment. You know, if I have a car, they have a car. And so I'm Uber into my photo shoot and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, bro. Like, you know, so what's your game plan? He's like, you know, I hit up Black Ink, my little brother's a tattoo artist. Mars Inked, at Mars Inked, M-A-R-S-I-N-K-D. He's dope with the ink. Um, but, you know, so he hit up a couple of the popular uh, tattoo shops and stuff and was, you know, working on interviews and we're still hoping that those are going through. But, um, you know, it was basically, a, okay, well, I'm down here, so where you at? Come get me energy. And I'm like, mind you, I don't have a car. I can't just go get him. So I realized real fast I was getting into a panic attack because I know my little brother's not down here prepared like he should be. He's down here, um, you know, just off of a whim, just, you know, just wanting a new change of environment and a breath of fresh air, aloha, you know, um, so he had, he wanted to go to the next place he knew was safe, and the only other place we have family is Kentucky, so leaving Kentucky, he's like, let me go to my big sister, but your big sister can't help you right now, 
you know, not in the way that you're asking her to. And you, and you are very well aware of the the transformation going on in your big sister's life. So now I'm walking into my photo. I'm about to go into my photo shoot, and I'm over here like, oh shit, my little brother don't have a car. He don't have a job, but he's here in Atlanta. I like. I went into like hyper hyperventilating mode, like panic mode, like um. Why, why did you do this? Why did you, do this? why, why couldn't you wait to have gotten, uh, went and bought my car and, you know, got a place to stay? But um, it's because he had that in, uh, entitled feeling that I'm just going to drop everything and come to him because that's what I've always done. That's what we do, especially when we're the oldest. The youngest needs something. We have to go and save them because they don't know, you know? And so that's what part of our role and responsibility. And it is, but only to a certain extent, right? And so if I would have meet the old Nisha, would have like not went to her photo shoot and would have been freaking out and like trying to find the little resources she has and use them to go down there and get them and then asking my roommate if he can stay, but I don't even want to stay with my roommate in reality. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> you know, and it would have been a big thing. And so basically um, I had to like call my mom and be like, yeah, I'm having to give Jamari's tough love because the next day it was kind of like, um, Next day it was kind of like, well, you didn't come and get me, and now I'm done. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to live. I don't want to be here no more. And I'm like, that's not fair. Like you can't put that on me, you know. Um, because in reality, had you told me you were coming down, I would help you create a plan. You know, I would have sent you links to apartments and stuff, rooms to rent. I would have sent you um, the food stamps links. You know, I would have got you things that had you prepared. But since you took that option from me, my hands are tied. You know, all I can do right now is give you advice. You know, so what was my advice? My advice was to stand out. You know, you're an artist, you're a creator. Bring money in, attract attract opportunities. He does painting, he does tattoos, he does um, all types of art, you know? So it's like media. I'm like, go down there, put your Instagram handle down there. Hollywood is in the middle of Atlanta right now, you know? Attract, you're a creator, you know, you got this. Oh, he wasn't wanting to hear it, you guys. And after repeating myself a couple times, I had to tell myself, you know, okay, that's cool. Like, he's a grown man. And at the end of the day, I've done all that I can do physically, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, right? I gave guidance, sent good energy, tips, advice. That's all I got for you, you know? And sometimes we have to learn when to detach from someone else's situation, right? Like, it's a big city, yes, and it's a whole bunch going on and stuff, but I cannot worry about my little brother because I have to focus so that I, and stay in the high energy that I'm in so that I can continue to bring in things and resources to actually help him, right? If we all just down there stressed, then it's not going to be productive for anybody. So sometimes you have to be able to detach from your family, knowing that that's the greater good for everyone, right? Because if you lower down to their energy, now you're not in the manifesting vortex energy that you need to be in to actually have the resources to provide for them, right? It's not that I don't want to help my little brother. I just literally can't, right? So what do I need to do? I need to go to these opportunities. I need to, like this modeling, I need to, you know, focus on the things that's bringing me um, the networking and the opportunities I need so that I can have the finances and the other, the material resources to help him. Right. But 
a lot of times as family, we have this false notion that we are supposed to ride it out to the end, you know, and that no matter what the family does or what the family's going through or, you know, how chaotic the family member's life may be, like you have to be there for them. And you do need to love them through it, right? But you don't have to, um, you don't have to take yourself off your path, right? If it's to a point where you know that your mental, your mental peace is about to be knocked out the window because all you're going to do now is stress and worry about your family and what they're doing, even though they're grown, then you have to remove yourself a little, right? So I basically had to give my brother tough love. Look, you know, one way or another, you're going to learn these lessons. You know, you might as well learn them now. If I can do anything, I will. Here's some guidance. Be a creator. But outside of that, I have to let you just do your journey for a second. I'll be back in two, three weeks and I'll check on you, okay? I know that you'll attract the energies that you need and, the um, you know, the resources and stuff that you need is very into highly intelligent. So that's another reason. Like, don't when you have a family member who is playing less than who they are, you don't entertain that shit. You do not entertain that shit. I don't entertain what was me energy. I don't entertain victimization. Okay, you are a warrior. You are God in reality. So therefore, I'm not about to be sit here and, and, and entertain this peasant talk with you, this homeless talk with you, this suicidal talk with you, these low energies with you. I'm going to hold and stay my ground, stand my ground, and then bring you up out of the out of this dark energy that you're in, right? I'm not I'm not going to agree to these energies and terms that you're speaking over your life right now, especially when I know that you're worthy of so much more, right? We're not going to do that. Each one of us are very powerful beings, my siblings and I, you know, and so I know who my brother, I know who he is, right? So therefore, I'm not about to sit here and be like, Oh no, don't do this. Don't do, don't, don't kick. Boy, you can miss suicide if you want to. You're going to be right back here because you got a powerful mission that you're supposed to be completing. Okay. And so if you don't get that mission complete, you're going to wake up right back and coming out of somebody else's vagina, doing it again. Like, don't cheat yourself. But I'm not about to sit here and baby you. Like, this isn't the time to be babying our family members. They need to be getting the lessons that they're supposed to be learning, right? Because times are changing everlastingly fast. And with every day is a new energy coming in and new situations happening. And, you know, the world is changing, the news and all this stuff. So right now is not the time to be babying and pacifying our family members, especially our grown family members, right? This is the time to be holding everyone accountable and into their highest self, right? And so that's what we have to do. And then when you see that family members aren't willing to do that after you've already held them and called them to that position, then that's when you have to step back, right? Because at this point now, you are going to be talking to your blue in the face and that's not going to help anyone, right? That's going to actually put you in a, in a compromising position. And so, um, whew, you guys, pause. Hawaiian coffee, Hawaiian coffee for today. Okay, I don't even have sugar in this. And it's delicious, very thing. That's why I was a few minutes late. I was determined to get this coffee made. I had to find all the materials. But, okay, play. So, 
when you um, baby your family members, what happens is you are now jeopardizing them in their greatness, right? When you enable them, when you prevent them from having to learn the hard lessons that the universe is trying to teach them, then you are preventing them from being their greatest self. You're actually hurting them. You're not helping them. You know, people who have family members who are addicted to drugs, the people enable, they go and they give them their family members money, knowing that it's just going to go to drugs. Boy, you can get mad at me. I'm not giving you my money so you can go and just smoke it up. Like, period. You'll be okay. You thank me, you know? And so you have to learn how to kind of remove that, um, remove society's obligations of family that they try to teach you and then be realistic with each individual soul, right? And so you have to handle each individual family member the way that that family member needs you to handle them, right? You can't just be cold to every family member. Some family members, they need money and you have it, you give it to them because they actually are going to sow and reproduce and grow those seeds like they need to, you know, or even if it's just so they can eat, you know, it's pure, you know, it's not hurting them. But being mindful of who we help keeps us from being drained, right? It keeps us from being burnt out because at the end of the day, no one else's, it's not anyone else's responsibility to keep yourself energized and going but yourself, Right. So if I allow myself and my energy to be going in, and I'm the oldest of five, okay? Like, I'll be down. I'll be down. These boys, especially these boys. My little sister, she just turned 18. She's back. She's next in line to be out in these streets in this world. That's a lot of worrying, okay? I feel like they mother most of the time. That's a lot of worrying, okay? So you have to learn to like, Release, release and let the universe guide them because that's what it's going to do. And as the oldest, we forget sometimes like there was no one there to teach us. Right. And since there was no one there to teach us, like we have to learn these lessons on our own. You know, like when I came down to Atlanta the second time, the first time I was like 18. So when I came the second time, it was like. I came on a wind bug of a, um, you know, fuck Kentucky and all of this low energy. I need to get out of here. I can't grow. I'm stagnated. My roots are dying, you know, but I had a car and I had a Uber and Lyft that I was doing every day for work. So I was making money every day. You know, if I didn't have the money for a room, I had my car to sleep in, you know? And so you tell them these things, you know? There's certain things that if you're going to be a hip, a gypsy, you know, a traveling gypsy and, you know, find yourself, then there's little things you could do to just make it easier for yourself. Like have a car, you know, or, you know, um, and now they have so many ways for you to get a car, like hire a car, you know. So you set yourself up so that, yeah, if you if you're needing a spiritual release a mental release from the world that you have been raised in, that you are used to, that's keeping you stagnated, then you leave. I'm a a firm believer in leaving and replanting your roots. But there's like the basic necessities, right? That we at least try to make sure we cover. And so making money or, you know, bringing in resources to feed you every day, you know, and to keep you warm at night 
this is about to be winter time, you know. You once you learn these things, and you as the um, was younger step, but heed to the advice. Well, you've done your part, you know. You 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 tried to give them the key; they didn't take the key, and so therefore, it's like you have to learn. Even with our parents, ooh, you know. So many of us get so tore up because our parents aren't doing what we think our parents should be doing. And in reality, our parents was whole souls before you came into their lives, you know, minimum, usually 18 years, 19 years of know you. And then you came out of nowhere and now you expect your life, their life to be all about you. That's not reality because a lot of times, especially in the melanin community, there's traumas that happened in those 18, 19, 20 years before you got there. And even in a lot of other cultures, there's just, you know, a lot that happens. The world teaches you a lot of things and it's hard and, you know, you have obstacles you get over. And so when you add a baby into it, a lot of times we're not even healed adults when we're bringing our children into the world, you know? And so to expect your unhealed, traumatized parent to act like a healthy, untraumatized parent is completely ridiculous, right? And so we have to tell our, we have to like be realistic and put ourselves in their shoes, you know, so that you can have that healthy emotional detachment from their actions. Because now you realize, yes, they brought me into this world, but they're a whole entity outside of me, right? That has their own lessons and own journeys to go through. Right. That doesn't have to be all around me because everything doesn't revolve around me. Right. In everybody else's life. And so when you have this clear understanding that your family members, your parents, your siblings, your aunts and uncles and grandparents, that they have their own journeys that they're going through, whether it be high vibrational or low vibrational in the moment, it's their journey. And it's not about you, even if they take it out on you, even if they take it out on you. Even if they're mean to you, even if they neglect you, even if they reject you, even if they hurt you, have an emotional detachment from their actions, knowing that they are not them. They are traumatized. They are or that they are not just your parents, your, your, your siblings, your grandparents. They are a whole soul with their own lessons and pains and things to heal from, you know? And when you have this clear understanding of the um, that they have their own things they're going through and that they're learning and healing from and, you know, journey that they're going through, then it comes, it becomes easier when they have these low moments towards you to be able to step back and say, you know what, that's not you talking. That's the, that's the five-year-old traumatized you, you know, that, that had this pain, that experience, and now you're just still projecting it out on me. And you remove yourself until they can get out of that energy. It's not that we let we stay in it and let them, we don't let, we don't let anybody put us down or lower us to their standards. We stay at who we believe that we are, right? At all times. It doesn't matter what or you say or what you do in regards to me, as long as I'm walking in my truth, right? Right. So coffee break the best thing we can do to be able to 
love our family members through their journeys is just to love them, right? And not with entitlement, not with obligations, not with um, conditions, not as long as they're being nice to you, as long as they're doing what you need them to do, as long as they are, you know, being what you think they should be. You just love them because that love energy, when our family members are in their lower selves, operating out of their traumatized child self, that love energy is sometimes the light that they need in that dark. Well, it's always, it ain't no sometimes. It's always the light that they need in that dark. And if you're not giving it to them because you're being selfish in reality and thinking, well, you're not doing this for me or you ain't do that. You weren't there for me to do this. Or, oh my God, that, 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 that. that. Well, right now you are too emotionally attached to their journey, right? And the actions. Like right now, their mistakes are taking you off track. And why? Why? Because in reality, do you really need their love if you have your own self-love? Self, that's the importance of self-love, right? And so even when our family members aren't loving us the way that we're supposed to, we have that in abundance for ourselves, And so it's still overflowing. And sometimes we can overflow that love into our low energy family members, bringing them out of it, right? But if we allow ourselves to be um, a victim, to play the victimized role, what was me and now we're at odds. Well, now they're still stuck in that low energy. And now you done went down to the low energy. So who's going to bring any of y'all out? Right? So it's highly, highly important that we learn to, to love, to love, to love, right? Through the lows and the highs. Because love isn't conditional. Love is an energy. And at all times, we create whatever energies that we want right then and there. Right? And so when you have this clear understanding of our family members and their journeys, what they're going through, and even if you don't have a clear understanding of what they're going through, if you just have the simple um, recollection that this is a whole individual being, soul, and only a portion of their journey is about me, just a portion, not their whole life work as you, okay? If it's your parents, they weren't put here to make sure that everything in your life is perfect. They were put here to make sure that you have the lessons that you need. And sometimes that's by not being there for you, right? Sometimes through that isolation, you learn the lessons that you're supposed to. It just depends on the soul, right? And the journey. But when we're able to produce this um, love energy, like abundantly for our family members, realizing that they have the, they they have their own obstacles they're going through, right? And so you want to cheer them on, but you want to be able to cheer them on with the detachment, so that if their if their journey has them in a place where they're not being their best, or hold, they're not walking in their truth. You don't lose yourself or take yourself off track trying to get them to see that they should be walking in their truth, right? You just love them through it, you know? You just speak to them who you know they are. Don't entertain them in their lower form. For me, um, uh, I had to learn to have emotional detachment. Once I learned that my, first off, my parents were like 18 when they had me, right? 
how many 18 year olds know anything? Like that's the first 18 years of your life. Like in those previous 18 years is nothing but programming from your more than likely traumatized parents, right? And grandparents and other family members, right? So now you're just the 18 year old with your own traumas as well as your family's traumas. And now you're about to be a, bring a baby energetically into the world with nothing but your trauma energy, you know? And so once I realized like, my parents were very young when they had me. They had their own things they were going through. You know, my father didn't know his father. And so it was like, how can my father be a father if he didn't know his father? And he's a child still. You know? And a product of Southside Chicago, you know? So he's dealing with and used to the environment that he's used to. Being the father of the year does not align with that, that lesson journey that he's on in reality. It can't be, you know, both ways a lot of times. We don't operate in our lower self and, our, and in our highest form at the same time. It's impossible. Two energy, two ends of the energy spectrum, right? Two completely opposite ends. So therefore, if someone's life has created them to be in the lower form, you can't think that just because you entered their life, now they're just going to operate in their highest form at all times. That's not reality, right? especially if they haven't learned, had the time to learn the lessons that they needed to learn. So that's when you have to be able to look at your family members. And, you know, sometimes it's good to ask your parents, ask your siblings, ask your grandparents, you know, what things they went through. What was, what's some of the things life has taught them? What's some of the hard lessons that they've had to learn? What's some of the obstacles they had to go through as a child? You know? Like, I didn't know that my mother had spent uh, four or five years in a group home with none of her family actually being there for her like they needed to be. I didn't know that. So then I was like, oh, so no wonder you didn't know how to be a mom because nobody was momming you. Like, you were raised in an orphanage, you know? So how could I ever be mad at her for not doing something she didn't know or wasn't taught how to do or didn't have an example of how to do it? That's unfair. That's you being selfish, right? That you want to have an emotional attachment to something that you shouldn't have an emotional attachment to. You should have an understanding of it, right? The reality is you can't do something that you don't know how to do. If you didn't have parents raising you, then you're not going to know how to be a parent. You're going to you're going to go through life and fail multiple times at doing things as a parent. And you're going to learn, oh, that hurt my child. I don't need to do that. Or, oh, that wasn't the best productive way to do this for my child. Or, you know, and so I won't do that again. But you don't know until it's going to happen, right? Because you haven't had anyone above you to say, hey, I did this and that's not the right way to do it. So when we start looking at our family members with that, like, 360 of overstanding the whole circle, trying to get a clear overstanding of their journey, then it makes it easier to have an emotional detachment to the things that they do, right? You're able to still love them through their fucked up ways because you realize, first off, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's you. That is all you. And I really hope you get to heal through this. But I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm not going to let it carry me to a low energy. You know? Why? That doesn't help anybody. And if you're actually the one in your family that's 
like the black sheep that's doing this, this generational healing and stuff for your family is kind of your obligation to have an overstanding and peace with your, with your fuck up family members, right? Like, you can't be over here being like, you never was there for me. <sighs> you know, you can't do that because like, you should have that spiritual understanding that we are not perfect beings, right? We mess up and that's how we learn to be better, right? So you can't be walking around going off. You can, but then you're not really doing your purpose. Your purpose is to heal the family. Sometimes you have to heal the family simply by just loving them through their low self, right? It's not always about everyone being there for you. Sometimes it's you being there for them, whether they've been there for you or not. Maybe you being there for them is the energy that they need to be able to reciprocate it to you. Right? And so being able to have these moments in our lives where we step back, we see our family, we love our family. They're going through some things. You analyze, what are they going through? How can I be there? Spirit, how should I be? Not how can I, how should I be there for them through this, right? Because like I said, sometimes we can be given resources and stuff and actually blocking them from learning things that they're supposed to be learning, right? And then you, you emotionally detach from the outcome. That's what you have to do. You don't have to be in the chaotic energy with them. You don't have to go through that with them. You love them through it. Let them have that. That's part of their journey. If that's not where you're at in your journey, because we all going to go through it, the dark night of the soul and the question of who am I, you know, and the lostness, especially when we had traumatized families that were healing, right? And so respect that just because they're in that low energy doesn't mean that you have to be in that, high, that low energy. You're supposed to stay in your high energy so that you can pull them out of the low energy. And that doesn't mean that you save them. That means that whenever they're in your presence and that you guys are in each other's energy, you're holding them and speaking to them in their highest form. You're not entertaining the lower them. Because who is that person? That's not my sibling. That's not my mom, my brother, my dad, my sisters. You know, I don't know who this person is. So I'm going to keep talking to the God in you, the goddess in you, the angel in you, you know. And, and that person to come up to be because I'm talking to them. I'm not making light and putting energy into you in your highest form, not you in your lowest form. I'm not going to feed that demon. You know, I think that A lot of our, our families, a lot of our families are so powerful. A lot of our families are so powerful, but we have such an unhealthy emotional attachment to the outcome of each other's journeys. And that's not your responsibility. 
That's not what you've been called here to do. You're each supposed to individually go through your journeys, you know, assist and love each other when possible through your journeys. But you each have your own things that you're supposed to be healing and, and bringing into the family. You know, so if you're over here focused on this person and what they are or aren't doing for themselves and for you, then you're not focused on you and the things you're supposed to be bringing in for the family. You know, at all times, stay focused on yourself. Because if you're not growing and, and evolving, then you're just as worthless as anybody else to the family because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You focus on everybody else. Detach from their problems. Detach from their journey to where you feel like you got to go off track in order to be. You know. Ooh. You guys, I just really wanted to share that story time. I was proud of myself. It sucks, you know, but like I said, big sister Misha in the past, drop everything, dun, 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 dun. not learning anything. They don't learn anything. I am my brother's keepers. Little brother, if you ever see this episode, know that it is all love. I love you more than the life itself. I really do. Every single one of my brothers. But at the end of the day, this is what's in your best interest. I can't have an emotional attachment to your journey right now because it'll take me off track, you know? And that's how we have to be. Standing your light, be the light, be love. Stand in love, react with love. And they'll make it through. It will be okay. They're going to survive and you'll be okay. You're going to be fine, you know, whether your family members do do it this life or the next life. That's not up to you in reality. You cannot wait for all of your family members to get to a higher form for you to want to actually focus on yourself. You've been in diet and you'll be right back here doing everything over again. So know at all times. Your family is highly protected, divinely guided, and protected, all of them, even through their low forms, right? And when they're not here any longer, they're not supposed to be here any longer. Like, that is the hardest thing. Emotional attachment to family will definitely be the reason why a lot of us don't ascend the way we need to. Your children, your parents, your siblings, your grandparents, your aunts and uncles, Caring too much about what they got going on and what they are or aren't doing is going to be the reason why you don't ascend to the level that you need to. You know, the journey is not your journey. Walk you into your journey. And when your journey is the line, oh, that's going to be so beautiful. That'd be so beautiful. I can't wait till the day me and my brothers, we're all, all in our highest forms, sitting and eating on the beach, you know, going through our life lessons together because I know it's going to come. Right now, you know, we in these trenches. We're coming out the trenches. You know, that there's a low energy right now in this world, and we have to take it so that we can transmute it. When they're going through their things, their pain, that's giving them the fuel to be able to transmute it into power, energetic power. Pain equals power because it's still energy, right? No matter how you look at it, 
pain is still an energy and transmutation is real. So if at any time when you have an overwhelming amount of pain, you still have an overwhelming amount of energy, which means that you could turn that into an overwhelming amount of power. Right? Transmute. Transmute, transmute, transmute. Whatever pain you may be feeling in regards to your family members and the journeys that they've been on and what it may have may not done for you. Like, let it go. Let it go. It wasn't about you at the time. Sorry. Sucks. Yeah, you were a baby. Yeah, you may have needed your parents, but that's not what their journeys had for them. You know, and maybe you didn't look in different perspectives. What did that save you from? What did that protect you from? What bad habits, bad lessons and life views did you avoid because of not having them raise you? You know? Stop trying to hold everybody to society standards of what people should be. And look at the individual soul you are dealing with. How selfish would it be of me to still hold anger and resentment towards my mother when she had her own very traumatizing childhood that she went through? But to still be mad at her because she didn't create the perfect life to me when in reality I was supposed to learn those lessons because those lessons, those lessons. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I was up so late. Those I wasn't up late. I just traveled all day yesterday. But those lessons are the lessons you need to be to bring you to your highest form. Abandonment, rejection, neglection. Those are powers. That's power. Only your perspective, the woe is me victimization is going to tell you, oh, my life sucks because I didn't have somebody here for me 24-7. Nobody was at my football games. Yeah, it was football games. Like, come on. Like, find something else. Different perspectives. If the perspective you have doesn't give you peace, find another one. And if that perspective doesn't give you peace, find another one. There's so many different perspectives to each and every situation in life. And most of the times we find the worst perspective and then focus on that. And we shouldn't. We should not. Because why? Who wants to find the worst case reason why something happened and then be like, that's why it happened. I'm going to look at it from the most positive end, right? I'm going to try to find the most positive perspective about it. In reality, I became a very powerful being, very, very responsible, mature being, right? At an early age, because I was parenting a lot of times myself. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just what my journey needed me to be. My journey didn't need me to be out here hot girling and naive and clueless to the world up until 40, 50 years old. You know? Your journey needed you to be aligned. Whatever gets you to that alignment, whatever gets you to the alignment, no matter if it hurts or not, right? If it happens, it's supposed to happen. There's a lesson in it. Learn the lesson. And let it go. I, I feel people who keep talking about their specific childhood traumas all the time and what they went through, they clearly ain't over. 
They've not learned the lesson. When you come across people like that, what were the lessons that you learned in that? Oh, okay. And those are beautiful. You know? Because at the end of the day, if you're not talking about the lessons that you learned in it, then what are you talking about? You're not talking about nothing. You're looking for a victim, that sympathy energy. You're trying to walk in the energy that you really aren't. Being the victim isn't something to be proud of. Who wants to spend their time every time you meet somebody? Oh, look and look at how I was made a victim. A victim. What does that do? Who does that impress? Who's the, who's going to want to marry you because you were a victim as a child? Everyone, everyone's going to be a victim at some point in their life. So nobody cares about another victim like that. You know, not to where they want to just hear about it all the time. People like hearing about how the victims became the warriors. How the underdogs became the heroes. You know? And so if you're going to stay in your, your victimized energy, you'll never become the hero. You can't be both at the same time. You can't be a a, a a victimized person and a healed person at the same time. It's not the same energy. One is walking in forgiveness. The other one's still dwelling in the pain. Right? Emotional detachment. Emotionally detached. Find all, whatever, however many perspectives you got to find to make it make sense. Find it and then detach because they're on their own journey. It ain't got nothing to do with you most of the time. And you should like, that should be like a breath of fresh air right there. Aloha, right? The presence of breath. Like that should be a big, a big weight off your shoulders that your parents aren't just manipulatively out and they hate you. Or, you know, that your siblings aren't just, you know, that they're trying to make your life miserable because they're not nobody, most people. Probably a few rare entities, very low entities, not even humans, but most of us, them, most humans, don't reproduce to hate their, their child, their offspring, or to neglect their offspring. It's because of societal reasonings that they get that the offspring gets neglected. It's because of the environment that the offspring gets neglected. It's because of the pain and traumas in the parents that haven't been dealt with that the child gets neglected. It's because there's traumatized children giving birth to traumatized children, right? So eventually one of these traumatized children is gonna have to forgive all the other traumatized people in the lineage, right? Because we can't be the victim and the hero at the same time. So if you stay upset and emotionally attached to the actions or lack of actions in your family's history, your parents and your grandparents, know, then you can never evolve into being the healed individual that you need to be with understanding that everything happens the way it's supposed to with the lessons that it's supposed to give, right? I want to go to that Cowie. Or coffee, um, coffee plantation. Mm. Right? So, 
I really enjoyed you guys. I'm running on like four and a half hours of sleep. I really hope this gave someone a peace of mind on being able to cope with the journeys of our family members. It's their journey, right? You have your own individual journey. They have their own individual journeys. And at points in this journey, you guys are going to come together and strengthen each other. And at times you need to separate in order for you to individually um, be, to grow, to individually, you know, be empowered. You're not going to do your whole life with your family from beginning to end. You know? So when the family member's energy is lower and it's pulling you down, that's one of those moments where you're not supposed to be doing life together. In reality, two different energies. So you want to go be in their low energy or you want to, you know, plant some seeds and then wait for them to water them and come up to your energy. Because that's what I prefer to do. I, it's fun over in my energy right now. It is lit, okay? My energy is down. <laughs> like, I'm having the time of my life. Like, you, so you think I'm about to go and lower my energy? No, I'm going to keep having the time of my life. And, and then as my energy is bringing in resources and materials and stuff, and you have this time to think and grow and to be and learn the lessons you need to bring in your own self because we are our own hero. No one can save us. We can only save ourselves, right? And so when you have that time to be able to bring yourself out of the energy and now because I stayed in my high energy, I collected the resources and materials to now be able to give you with the mindset and stuff that you have with the new lessons that you learned, right? That's, that's how I'm choosing it. Sorry, Tina, that's not what that's not what you feel you need right now, but that's what my soul needs. Right? Because I'm going through a whole damn rebirth myself right now. Right now, I, I, in reality, nobody knows that I that I smoke nicotine, but I'm like the first like 48 hours without any nicotine. I'm detoxing this week. I'm not in Hawaii to I am in Hawaii to relax, but I'm in Hawaii to be reborn. I'm so thankful for this opportunity to be able to come here in this environment for a rebirthing. Didn't even know that I'm going to be here the entire eclipse. You know? So if I would have turned this down because I felt like I didn't need to leave my brother in the situation he was in, or if I would have, you know, not been in the energy to be able to receive this gift, then I would have been really missing out on the true gift from spirit, you know? And this rebirth has to happen because nicotine ain't cute, period. That's it, that's all. That's the message. Say no to nicotine, okay? Um, but I'm like, because I'm drinking coffee right now, you guys. And so, you know, you have to be able to have that attachment so that you can stand strong and growing or that detachment so that you can stay strong and growing and evolving into the person you need to be knowing that in your highest form you when they're ready then you'll be able to help them right i've really been enjoying my breath i've really been enjoying the power of my breath you know what i realized you guys like smoking marijuana, smoking these things, these like nicotine or whatever puts me in a, what I would 
They say you say we makes you calm. No, it just it lowers your energy in reality. And I realize I do that because I well, I was not anymore. It's been like a week, two, three weeks since I smoked any. But I realized that I get really highly energetic. Like I feel my energy all over my body and it kind of scares me. It scares me at how energetic my hands get, how much energy are in my hands. And so I self-sabotage my body because I am uncomfortable with how much energy I possess. Girl, if you don't get comfortable in your power and stop playing. Like focus on yourself so that you can make sure that you are your optimum. Right. Because when you are carrying all the stress and weight of everybody else's in your family, that's not going to help you with wanting to, you know, that's going to keep you in that low energy. Evolve, expand, you know. For the first time in a very long time, I'm about to go two, two weeks with just fresh air in my lungs and it's going to stay that way. Because I'll be down. I don't want to be in low energies, but I realize. But it's got to like you guys. We say high vibrational, but I don't think no one understands that high vibrational means high vibrational. The human body carries enough electricity within it to power a city. High vibrational. It's the real deal. High vibration isn't some cute term that we use to when we mean we're happy. High vibrational means that your hands are causing energetic glitches. It's healing people because your energy is just spewing off of you, the actual energy, right? And so this is why the emotional detachment is important with our family, right? Because th those are the people that we are the most attached to, right? And emotions is just energy in motion, right? And so if you're taking your emotions, your energy and motion and placing it all into your family's field or lack of or what you think they should and shouldn't be doing actions and not placing it within yourself. You're never going to get to that high vibrational point, right? Because the energy that's in motion is not being transmuted into power, right? That makes sense. Am I making sense to you? Auntie Chow, Auntie Chow. Let me find out. I can drink coffee with no sugar. Let me find out. And no sweetener. I don't really use sugar. I usually use like honey or something. Why? Who needs that in Hawaii? Okay. Because Hawaii is the healing energy. It's said it's sweet enough. You don't need no sugars. Yeah, my guys. Team. Loves. Oh, I really enjoyed y'all. Thank you for being up with me this rising. Right? It's beautiful energy. I love you guys. I've been laid out in Hawaii. Look how beautiful it is. And it smells so good. It smells so good. I was like, oh, I got to put this on for the show. I really am sending you guys loving energies. We're going to be tapping in with our sister, um, soul system, Queen Plump, Thursday evening, right? Tap in again, because what I love about us is that our energies and perspectives are so like-minded, like-minded, yet our energies are so different, right? And so they reach 
a nice crowd of people because we're able to resonate on different levels, right? And we have our own perspectives of this stuff. So if you want a different perspective on having a healthy family detachment, if you're looking for, um, you know, just another view on it, more tips and guides, tune in, tap in. Thursday evening at 9 p.m. as my soul sister, um, Pump Queen, is going to be on here and she's going to be giving her views and, and perspectives and thoughts and, and, you know, guidance in regards to have, having a healthy family detachment, right? And so, um, you guys, this is my link tree. You can screenshot that. That has all of my social media links on there. Um, you can find me at Instagram at the Energy Model Um TikTok at the Energy Model, Facebook, Misha's Healing Love. Um, and then my email is theenergymodel at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns or suggestions, please inbox, reach out, email me, and let me know. If there's a topic that um, you want us to cover, let us know. You can always reach out to us. And that way um, we can, you know, talk about it because we want to be able to, you know, give actually productive advice, right? And we want to be talking about what you guys need us to talk about. <clears throat> and so make sure that you guys are um, just lining up to those resources and, uh, you know, reaching out to us. I love you guys. Um, if you guys have any content yourself, if you have any um, branding that you would like for us to do, if you have any items that you would like for us to do, product placement for, sell for you, you know, advertise for you, then reach out to us at 478-318-6933. Also, you can email us at inspirecontent999 at yahoo.com. Um, if you have your own podcast, your own channel, you know, your own message, you feel like you want to get out, please reach out to us, okay? Because this is there's billions of people on this planet, okay? So one person ain't going to be able to do it all. Two people can't do it all. 10, 20, 50, 50,000 people. It's going to take every single angel and light worker out there, right? And so light workers unite. <laughs> Reach out to us, okay? I'm sorry that it wasn't daytime. I was over here thinking, oh, it's going to be grand. I'm going to have the show on the beach with the ocean behind me. And, oh. and then I was like, it's going to be 3 o'clock in the morning. What do you think you have to be doing? They gonna, they're not going to be able to see anything, right? And so that just means that, you know, the view, it wasn't about the view, right? It's about the message. So I love, love, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, tapping in this rising with me. I am sending you all the love and light, okay? All that good energy, clearing any energy of yours that may not be yours, that may be of your worrying of family attachments that don't have nothing to do with you. Let it go. Let it go, right? Let it go. Okay. They're protected. They're fine. They're safe. Do you in your journey. Let them do them in their journey. And when it's going to be in alignment, it's going to be in alignment, right? I love, love, love you guys. We'll see you guys here Thursday evening at 9 p.m. with Plum Queen as she gives her two cents. I love y'all. I hope that you have a phenomenal week. It's Tuesday. Let's go. Okay. Make it great. Make it great. No matter what it is going on, make it great because it's your perspective, your mindset. So if it don't feel great, then change your mind. Go to sleep and wake back up and then try again. Be great today. Okay. And tomorrow. 
the next day too. Until I see y'all again on Tuesday, I want nothing but greatness from y'all, okay? If you get low, if you're getting a low energy, check yourself. Change your perspective on the situation, okay? Find the lesson in it and be great. All right. Love, love, love you guys. Peace.